Let's see. Touch your mic real quick. Check, check, check. Testing. Check, Perfect. check, check, check. Nice, nice, nice. Checkity, check, check. All right, good. Back at it again with Word Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Reed. Got my host, Travis, with me. And today we got a special guest. We got Shannon with us in the building. What's up, Sharon? What's up, what's up? What's up, Travis? How's it going, man? Man, you know, it's Sunday. <laughs> it's another day. I'm I'm still here, so I, ain't, I can't complain. How was y'all weekend? It's pretty good, man. I can't complain. You know, it's the last of the nice weather. Yeah. Here in Nebraska, you gotta get you you gotta get it in when you can. Yeah, I, I still gotta do the uh, pumpkin patch before I get too too far along. I just went out there, them apple cider donuts. Boy. Oh, I ain't even ever had one. Mm. I ain't had one. How was your weekend? Man, my weekend was nice. Man, it was cool. Actually, uh, this is one of the first weekends I actually sat down and relaxed. In a while, my birthday weekend was last weekend, and speaking of the pumpkin patch, I went there. Couple, like a day before my birthday, I went there. It was fun. Talking about jealous right now. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to turkey the bonfire and everything. When you was oh out no, there? we didn't do the bonfire. We went during the day, so we did more of like the cookies, oh, yeah. the turkey did you do legs. Balance? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that turkey leg. That's that, I promise. That's what pulled me out there all the time. They got three bars out there too now. Oh, yeah. say less. Mm-hmm. But everything is I, like a cider. Uh, they made it with a cider twist. See, so we should have next year. Next year, what we need to do, we need to plan a adult outing out there. That'd be pretty fire. Oh, yeah. oh, it, yeah. it ain't gotta be super late. Just a little evening ish, and everybody hang out. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, some clean adult fun. Definitely. Something that is different from normal Omaha life. And then whatever you do afterwards, that's you know, that's up to you. But right. <laughs> uh, that would be definitely some fire. We should definitely put that together. Planning plan a whole sure. year in a, a year in advance ahead. <laughs> like, hey, look, if you down, this is what we doing. Come out here, have you some fun that ain't normal. I mean, it's normal, but it ain't normal it's to y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would be that would be pretty fire. Yeah. Then you just had a birthday too, man. I, see, I should have been over there with y'all because it sounded like y'all birthday was lit. Listen, my voice was gone for four days. You had to take <laughs> a weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was the first uh, day I was able, I'm able to talk. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad about that. It was funny because when I came in the shop the other day, I didn't pay no attention. But I was like, after I got out, I was like, hey, she, she sound like she tired, man. No. But I forgot you had just told me you had a birthday. <laughs> I was yep. like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. It was wild. It was a great way to bring in the dirty 30, though, for sure. Dirty 30. For sure. Happy belated. Sure. Happy thank belated. you. Thank you. For sure. Happy it. belated. Thank I you. think I told you on your day, but just in case, happy birthday again. I appreciate Never it. Never mind. We starting uh, the segment. Hopefully, I can get it going in November, but we doing the happy birthday shout outs. Mm. So I sent out a link, and people who got birthdays in November, they can send in a clean, family-friendly, happy birthday shout-out. Like, hey, Ray Ray Pookie, happy birthday. Right. November such and such, you know. <laughs> and so, um, and then I want to do some uh, once a month. And this this is, um, I wanted to start this next year, but I think I'm going to start it the next show, uh, where people can give a shout-out to their loved ones. Oh, nice. You know, nice. Uh, I, so, like, I grew up at KC, uh, Shoot, my whole life was in Casey. Let's put it like that. So, when I was growing up, we used to listen to the radio, and they had um, slow jams, Sunday night slow jams. Mm-hmm. But it was a what was it? Quiet storm. That's what we, we had the quiet storm. So in the quiet storm, somebody would give right in between songs. He'll have yeah, this is a this Leroy, <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to <laughs> Sheila. You know, baby, I, it's been a rough ten years. You forgave me, and I love you. You know, and so they do that every night. And yeah. so I want to I want to do something similar. Maybe not slow jams, special, but you know, something a little different. Similar, but right. but yeah, that I think that will be some pretty fire. You know, some different. Some you know, just an idea. Um, now I do know. Uh, let's see, birthday. You had your birthday. Mm-hmm. 
you got your barbershop where I came to see you at. Let's talk mm-hmm. about let's talk barbershop real quick. Let's barbershop. How, how you liking that? Man, I love it. I love it. How long you been in? Oh, three years now. Oh, three years. Fit. Man, <laughs> I love it. You know, it's it's a it's a career that I wouldn't trade for anything. I've had like countless jobs. I mean, I've yeah, had more yeah. than eight jobs. I've worked for people majority of my life. My first job was at fifteen, and I didn't stop working. Um, so actually, shoot, I just hit fifteen years working. Yeah, I'm yeah. close to retirement. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> but Pretty tight. But um, the barbershop has been beautiful, man. The, the people that I've met in there, the people I've influenced, the kids, the give backs, the yeah. involvements, even like volunteering, it's beautiful. How is that environment? Like, you know, the the what you see in the movies, the shows, you know, everybody comes to the barbershop. Oh, All yeah. The, everybody's talking. Everybody oh, yeah. mixing it up. How is that? You know, the movies are actually very accurate. Really? So it's really like <laughs> that. Very, the oh, guy in there killing the oh, jokes, got the people yes. in there selling. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got people who come with the Soul Romance. I was just about us. to say, you know, Soul Romance. come in. every day. Um, <laughs> we got people coming in there with dinners, all different kinds of drinks, slushies. Oh. They come in there hustling. We got this kid, and I wish I uh, could remember his name. Um, him and his dad, they uh, they grow plants and fruit, oh, wow. and they bring nice. it into the shop to sell it, That's and dope. they make homemade cakes, and oh, they bring it in the shop to sell dope. it. Nice. Yeah, it's really dope. So, I mean, in a sense where I said it's just like the movies, mm-hmm. the drama comes, yeah, yeah. the fights come, <laughs> the love come, but you know what I will say? I, we have maintained keeping it a safe place. That's people from up. different areas of different streets, different you're, life. You're in a good area, too. Oh, yeah. I've had, I mean, I've had people in my chair that I know for a fact don't like somebody in the chair right next to mine. Yeah, yeah. And there has been no smoke in the shop. That's now, it, I can't say what's be. happening out in the parking lot. <laughs> but as far as in the chairs, I will say people really have a general understanding of the respect behind the culture of a barbershop. Yeah. And I will forever, ever love and cherish that. So I always own a barbershop. That also comes with sure. respect for you, I'm sure, that they oh, have. Oh, absolutely. You, you know me and the owner, you being up there. Mm-hmm. And then knowing me personally or That's knowing dope. my family or being connected to me. I've had people call me <laughs> and tell me, yeah, I had somebody call me and tell me one day, like, um, I know someone so is in your shop right now, Shan, and as bad as I want to get up in there and put my hands on this dude, I'm not. Only because of you, and I'm just letting you know. That's dope. And I was like, that's love, that's respect. That's I appreciate that. Because you could have came in here wilding out. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yep. Easily, I Everybody mean, it ain't locked. Danger or even Real just your business getting messed up. So Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and that is still a constant worry. I will say that, even <laughs> though it's a safe place, you still got to be on on alert. For stuff like that, yeah, some man. people be off the hinges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. That's why, like, even even I was just thinking about like scooters and stuff like that. How people, how like the one on thirtieth, how it's literally in a spot where everybody can meet mm-hmm. by accident. Like, even if you didn't want to meet this person or see this person there, this is, is like the spot to run into somebody. Oh yeah. But the barbershop, man, you know how many people run into each other and just don't click. Oh yeah. We always had a beef, mm-hmm. and it's so. Crazy, but I love, like like you said, how how everything still stayed pretty safe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know too many barbershops that I went in that I was just like, yeah, yeah, won't be back to that one. Right. But barbershop is a good spot, and every time I come in there, it's always a good vibe. I can't I can't complain about nothing. Um, only thing, the funniest thing, I never heard you raise your voice, except <laughs> the other day. That kid. Yeah. I already know. <laughs> I already know. Sure. Oh, when he was jumping yeah. off the, running around, jumping off the stairs. One was jumping, and the other one was ju- the, uh, one yeah. was running, and the other one was jumping off the bench. Hey, man, you talking about funny. Because the mom was about to get him. I promise I've never heard her raise her voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all got to sit down. <laughs> she, and she was, and I, I never heard nobody yell and be nice at the same time. How you yell nicely? <laughs> I was like, well, in that case, I'm going to sit down. <laughs> I don't even want no smoke. Yeah, the mom even looked up like 
Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. She showed it. She, yeah. Yeah, she. She was like, okay. Yeah. You. Yeah. You do right. Then she tried to get him, of course, as a mom. But mm-hmm. but it was funny. She yelled nicely. I was like, oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very few times that I be in there acting or being angry. I've learned how to keep uh, my personal life separate from my business. Oh for yeah, sure. you got to for yeah. sure. That took some training though. I ain't yeah, gonna lie to important. you. That's important to learn. Absolutely. See, the thing for me, how your shop is set up, how you have your half in there as well. And so, like, for me, I don't know. I'm not saying I couldn't do it, but I always thought about that for years. Like, would I want to work with my better half? Right. And yeah. most people answer is definitely no. No. Yeah. But you know what? What's crazy is that uh, we're blessed enough yeah. to where we're both booked and busy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we don't see each other. Okay. Because we're in two different suites. Right, right. I'm in the front suite. She's in the back. Right. Okay. So there's even times where we'll be like, dang, I want to have lunch with you, but I got 10 minutes for right, my next right, client right. come. But or I go back there, mess with her. She come up there, mess with me. But when I tell y'all, like we both probably work about eighty hours a week. We be in there opening and closing a lot between me and wifey. Yeah, I know a problem to have. I know oh, she absolutely. be mad at me because right. I be absolutely. one of the closing ones. Like, right? <laughs> like I right. know you about to go home, but before you do, <laughs> get these dreads done. Stay for two more hours. I know she be okay, so. Okay, so you twist everything up there too. You said one more time. You do dreads and everything. Oh up yeah, there too. I have. Oh. I have. It's a one stop shop. I have a tattoo artist in there. I have okay. three bar, well, four barbers, including myself, makeup artists. I got someone who does, she's a wig specialist. I have a braider. Oh, she um, braider be killing, bro. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't really know her, but Yana, every time I see somebody out get out that chair, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, every time I see somebody get out that chair, I'll be like, hey, your hair killing it. Like, you know, but I try to. She's smooth. She's I, smooth for sure. I, I don't want to pump her head up because they be, you know, people be thinking you, you <laughs> hyping them up because that's your friend or whatever. They don't know. I don't know her at all. Like, I just see her when I come in there, but she be killing her head. Now. I be having to hype up everybody up in there. No, for real. You got to keep that energy you going. Got you you got positivity. some good personalities. Thank you. I appreciate Definitely. it. We got we got eight strong heads in there, eight bosses for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But I love it. I love yeah, it because you ain't got to question no communication. Right, right, right. You oh, call yeah. somebody, say something crazy, they gonna be checking it. Yeah. There ain't no misunderstandings at all. That's how it should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I will say it is definitely a good experience every time I come in there. Between just conversating with you, even when I bring my son in, I, you know, you just do your job, do your thing, and you still yeah. holler at everybody. <laughs> and then they still come out fired. There's some people that can't keep that focus, yeah. which is scary. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a guy <laughs> back in the day. <clears throat> he used to do, he used to cut my hair. Well, he used to line me up. Never again. <laughs> I'm still, it's been. He messed your lineup up. Oh, my God. He pushed you it back. back. Right. Ever since, ever since, so, so look, he the reason why I started dreads to keep it 1,000. Wow. All right. So, so I was trying to grow it out so my line could get back straight. Hey, listen, he did a number on me. I just, I will, I won't throw him out there because he's actually a good guy. But man, he a can't. A good guy, he, not a good barber. He, yeah, his line game was <laughs> atrocious. Cool dude. Yeah, you know, say he a cool dude with clippers. That's all it was. Yeah, you know, you man, it wasn't on purpose though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm recovering. I'm in. I'm a. Rec- I'm in recovery right now. <laughs> traumatized. You done dealt with some things. You got PTSD. Hey, no, for yeah. real. I, I do had to start using a ruler and everything. How bad he did Dang. it. I was like, I'm good, man. Never again. And he, but I, I speak to him every time. Shake his hand. Hey, when you coming in? I'm not. But hey, man, it's good to see you, dog. Good to see you. And I go on by my day. Right. Talking about when you coming in. This dude. I'm that, definitely not that, Them in. cuss words to me. <laughs> if I come in, I'm going to the barber next to you. I'm sorry, bro. That's not. <laughs> even did. but literally i won't go i won't go to any other barbershop right now besides young bloods and yours appreciate that's it. literally it that's love. and that's just because i got my appreciate boy eric still there you know mm-hmm. we go back too far back not to at least go, pop in every once in a while right and on emergency 
he get me right. Between okay. him and Carl, they always get me right, man. So I, you know. That's love. You know, to, if, to be a barber definitely takes a special eye. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. assume that barbers be like messing him up intentionally. They really don't. Some mm-hmm. people just don't have the eye. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, you know, I, I might pull you into the shop and say, okay, retwist my hair. Yeah. Yeah. And you trying your best. Yeah. And it don't look good. No, if you no. don't have it, you don't have it. Yeah. No, you, you just don't got yeah, it. Yeah. If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. You know, um, I'll tell you. So, so the funniest thing you say that uh, somebody twists my hair. And so, my biggest thing about twisting hair, I feel like, so I, and I use him for example. So every time he used to get his hair done, Whoever was doing it at that time, and I believe it was you, it was you or some or somebody right after. But every time he get his hair done, I see his parts. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I yeah. don't see that scalp, yeah. you, you ain't yeah. doing nothing. At yeah. least a little bit. Like I should be able to see that you took your time, slid this little piece of hair yeah. over and twisted. Being neat with it, man. Yeah, I, detail. I had a girl. How long she, you had your locks, Travis? Uh, I want to say 12 years. I don't know wow. if you remember, but yeah, you started. Yeah, I do remember in you Mama's started. Basement. Yep, yep. yep. That's yep. where I started cutting his son hair at, too. Mama's oh, Basement. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That's definitely. Yeah. About 12 years. Yeah. Dang. A long time. Wow. Dang. That's crazy, crazy. 12 years. Get old. Man. <laughs> you can say a decade. <laughs> oh, yeah. You old, <laughs> man. You, man. But yeah, I think about that, man. I had a, a girl twist my hair one time, and she, she wasn't trying to part nothing. She just made sure the dress wasn't together. Oh, uh, she didn't part nothing. That I felt hair pulling from another dread. I'm like, hey, baby, baby, you ain't gonna part that. You ain't gonna get that. She's like, oh man, I missed one. Oh my fault. Let me look. And she still missed the whole thing. I'm like, all right, I'll tell you what, we just gonna endure this. We're gonna make it through. She charged you thirty dollars, huh? Uh, <laughs> I think so. Thirty five, maybe thirty five. Man, she told me up, and then she used to use the black stuff, uh, that tar Ooh. stuff. Oh man! And so I got uh, the mm-hmm. person that was doing my hair before your wife. It was uh, Shannon. Uh, oh yeah. She, my, she's like one of my most favorite person to ever touch my head because she she timely. Mm-hmm. She know what she doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and it's hardly ever I have to be like, hey, Shannon. What you what you doing back there? <laughs> can can you, can you get that right? Because right. I you know yeah. I hardly ever 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 had to say something. And, it, and the only time I ever had to say something was people was doing the most around her. Oh, okay. And so ever I since, the, but she's real professional. She's so thorough. she's like, hey, look, mm-hmm. y'all got to go. She's been doing hair for a long time. Yeah, too. she mm-hmm. real fire. She one of my favorite. Like between her and her, like I wouldn't have a problem with either one of them doing it. You know what I mean? So, but your wife, that's what's up. You spoiled. You got two. Man. I know, man. <laughs> but you know what? I got spoiled going going to y'all shop because it's just such a vibe. Appreciate you. It's such a vibe. Even when I'm waiting and I like if I come early, which ain't too often, but when I do, because <laughs> usually I make it right on time. <laughs> if my appointment is at 530, I'm there at 5:29. I've got just enough time to say what up. Hey, been a minute. Yep. Hey, you ready? All right, cool. All right. Like that's that coming right on time. But when I came in early, I had time to holler at everybody. I had good conversation every time. I even got a couple laughs in between. You know what I'm saying? So like, the shop itself is super, super fire, and it's got to be one of the best things to do something that you love Absolutely. every single day. Even though Absolutely. You, you meet. So was this always a goal of yours, or is it more that you fell into later on in life? It's definitely always been a goal. Like we were saying, you know, you had your locks 12 years, and yep. I started them. That's so crazy for me to even, like, put that, at, like, capture that. You know time. what I mean? That's so long ago. But um, I started doing hair when I was, well, I started doing hair the wrong way. When I was about four <laughs> years old, <laughs> I got in trouble because I took my dad's clippers and I shaved my teddy bear. <laughs> and it was one of my favorite teddy bears, so I was mad. And I was like, you know, is his hair going to grow back? 
And my mom was like, no. <laughs> so I got in trouble. And then, like, when I was about eight or nine is when my, one of my cousins used to come over and cut my uh, brother's hair, my dad's hair. And I used to always watch him. So by the time I was 11, I was cutting the hair. Oh, wow. Okay. By the time I was 11, I was cutting my brother's hair, braiding the hair, twisting wow. the hair. I was doing all kind of stuff. My sister started having me install weave and all kind of stuff. <laughs> they bought me a wax pot. They bought me a dryer. My mom then was like, hey, you about to be the one doing it because it was a house of eight. Yep. Oh, yeah. That yeah, big old yeah. house. You know, we had so many people in the house all the time. Like, you're going to be the hairstylist. Okay. So I, I took on that title at a really, really early age, and I and it never dropped off. Even when I had other careers, like, you know, I went to school, got my bachelor's psychology. I went to psychi- to become a psychiatrist, um, personal trainer, physical therapist, occupational therapy. I mean, wow. I didn't finish those programs, but I started, started them thinking I did, I did that that was going to be <laughs> what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I, um, my final straw was when I, I was working for Warren Buffett, actually, for Berkshire Hathaway for about a year and a couple months. Nice. And um, I was like, you know, I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of corporate America. I see how people get depressed in this. Oh, yeah. I can't sit at this desk all day. I don't care how much you're paying me. It's miserable. Yeah, yeah stressful too. So I had went and I applied uh, back at UNO's master program for social work. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go and just full out, just go become a social worker and work with kids. And literally, y'all got accepted into the master's program. Like the first week wow. I went to my mom, I was like, I don't want to do this either. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, what? You just got accepted into the master's program. Like, you did all this. You didn't get your application. You didn't pay this, pay that. You didn't got these recommendation letters. I'm running around UNO hunting down instructors for recommendation letters and get accepted just to drop out. Yeah. And then when she, because my mom is very thorough, she was like, so what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to barber school. I already applied and got accepted. She was like, all right, let's do it. Oh, wow. Went to barber Fire. school, and I ain't looked back, and I have not ever been as satisfied as I am with my career. Wow, that's good. That's Absolutely. Good it took a long time, but, you know, I got here. <clears throat> now, when you when you met your wife, did you meet her at the barbershop? No. At a barbershop? No, uh-uh. I met Aaliyah running in circles with the same crowds, <laughs> literally. Like, And I come to find out she was a makeup artist. And oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why I reached out to her is because, you know, trying to make my shop a one-stop shop. I'm You're like, right. hey, I need a makeup artist. I've looked at your work. You are bomb. Can we meet up somewhere and just have an interview, talk about it, see where your mind is at? When I tell y'all this interview became so much more than an interview, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like, wow, you are really dope. Like, your energy, like you right, as right, a right. person. And it just sparks just flew from there, honestly. And ever since then, we ain't, we ain't been out of each other's sight. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. was she doing dreads at that time, though? No. Um, actually, what's crazy is when I first uh, talked to her about coming to work at the shop, mm-hmm. she was just doing hair and makeup, and she has her uh, cosmetologist license. Right, right. I remember it. So she me. had been doing hair, and I think, I mean, her story is just like mine. She's been doing hair since she was a child, like a kid kid. Yeah. And makeup. Yeah, she was the kid who was in sixth grade trying to put lipstick on where your mom was like, what you doing? <laughs> you too young. Take that in, Right. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, it's just been a beautiful experience with having her. And once she got into the field, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, hey, you should try to do my hair. You know what I mean? Like, I don't trust anybody doing my hair but me, and I no longer have time to do it. So after I started teaching her how to do my hair, progressively, quickly, she learned. She learned so fast. She caught on so quick, so quick. Before I knew it, I had her wicking my dreads together, like retwisting my hair, washing. She does detoxes, braids, twists, everything. She has a lot of lot clientele now. You ever thought about taking your dress down? Oh no, Mm-mm. I'm the reason. One of the reasons I got my locks is because I'm extremely tender headed. Uh, so mean, I want to yeah. get wicks so bad. Wicks. I don't know nobody who do. And I we mean, do them. Y'all do. We do them, but it's a process. That's what. <laughs> it, it took it took <laughs> mine two months. Two months. Wow. Okay. 
two whole months for mine to get and they're still in the process of locking like if you if you get up close at any point you can still kind of see the smaller ones but um i went from having 180 locks to 25 so yeah we joined every seven to eight some 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 of them had nine that we had to join together because mine were really really skinny so it took a long time, a lot of stress. So does that do a benefit? Like when they skinny, it stops breakage, it stops things like oh, that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My head even feels lighter. What's crazy, I didn't think that I would lose as much hair. Uh-huh. I did lose a lot of hair, but on top of that, you know, them headaches. I ain't got them headaches no more. Okay. And it's so much easier to pin up, move out the way, throw it in a bun. Now if I'm getting your braided or style, the style take five minutes. The wash and retwist, okay. when my wife wash, retwist, and dryer time, I'm out in like an hour ten. Yeah, because the retwist, I mean, it's 25 locks. She used to doing hair like yours yeah, where yeah. you got at least 100. Too many. Right. Yeah, so, man, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful journey. I love it. I got um, three clients right now. I'm working on their wicks. So what I do is I schedule them in sessions because when you're doing wicks, you have a needle. So when you're doing a needle and you're joining locks, you only can do so many before your fingers get raw. Oh, okay. So, yep, each session I can get maybe like five locks done. Wow. Depending on how long now you're here, uh-huh. we might be a few months. Now. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> for real. Okay. But I think it's a, a process that's worth it, for sure, for sure. So I got a question for you. You said your wife does your hair. Mm-hmm. I want to know how it got from uh, first interview. Now your proposal. Crazy. Man, man, wedding, you know, crazy. Man, appreciate on? you, man. Everybody, thank you, appreciate it. Everybody was asking me like, "Yo, how do you know? How did it happen? How did?" And I was just like, you know, I'm gonna say with my parents. My parents been married 35 years now. They always say, you know, when you know, you know. Right. right. It's, it doesn't become a question. It doesn't become a doubt. It doesn't become something you go looking for or searching for. It's just something that happens, like real. I'm telling y'all, it's it's. It's amazing. It's just so many words that you can only use for it when it's a person that's for you is for you. Right, right, you right. won't question it. You won't ever be sitting around thinking like, dang, why did I, man, what did I get myself? Because it's so, it's so constant. It's so consistent. And it's regular. It's normal. It's kind of like they say, oh, I'm in my better half. No, it's not a better half. It's another hole. Both yeah, of y'all yeah, holes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. And when there's nobody who pushes me, I'm sure there's nobody who pushes her like I do, supports her like I do, loves her like I do. It's just... It's it's you're, when you're equally yoked, you right, match, right. you match. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm telling you, people go their whole lifetime and don't find it. I'm so blessed to be able to have it and enjoy it and be in it. Cause you know we know so many people. We Omaha natives. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it came down to thinking about a wedding and planning a wedding, mm-hmm. when I started my list, y'all. <laughs> when I started my list, my first list, I just started with my dad's side, mm-hmm. and uh, I had got to about 150 people. Oh. That's before my friends, that's before my clients, that's before my mom's side, wow. that's before Aaliyah's family, mom, dad. No. So when we went to a venue, because we was still going to do a big wedding, we got down to the numbers, crunch time, let's see how we can make this affordable. No. It's not. Nope. Not nope, with nope. this amount of no, people. Absolutely not. There's no way in the world. <laughs> I am not Beyonce <laughs> or Jay-Z. I'm telling y'all, like, the on the cheap end, like, if we settled for a lot of things and had a big wedding and actually had a lot of family members there and close friends, we still would have been at about 20000 Sheesh. Oof. Everything and, and, on me. And, and honeymoon money. Why we, why right. we that? No, right. thank you. You paying? It's, it's, it averages about thirty dollars a plate per person who comes mm, to your wedding. That makes sense. Because it and that's including their food and their drink and then the decoration for the table. That's kind of how we broke down the numbers. Okay. And I was like, it ain't worth it. We're gonna go to a beach and go crazy and dress nice and look good and take. 
great pictures. So was the proposal like something thrown out? Was it spurred a moment? Just oh up? man, it was you. so thrown out. It was so thought out. I was so nervous, man. I was sweating. I almost passed out, threw up, and everything. Love but um, you know, uh, although I'm in a uh, relationship, you know, female, female, everybody has their own opinions and beliefs or whatever. I did it what I call the right way, traditional way. I talked to her mom. Okay. I talked to her dad. Even her grandparents, her mom talked to her grandparents. Um, at the time, I really didn't have a relationship with them. But I sat them down and was just like, hey, you know, I really love your daughter. And I really want to be with her. Mm-hmm. And I don't want her to be with nobody else. Mm-hmm. And, I, and <laughs> I see this as my person. And it's beautiful. And I don't know how to explain it to y'all. But just know that I'm working for this. This is what I want. And they both gave me their hand. And they gave me their approval. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And, of course, I talked to my parents and everything. And at first, everybody was like, dang, this is happening so fast. Like, mm-hmm. how do you know? What do you mean? And I'm like, you know, I see how people can be married for 15 years, get a divorce, talk to a woman for three months, and marry her. Yes. Because when you get to a point where you know what you want, you, you know, know what you want. There is no settling. There is no in-between. There is no... And you got to get to a point where you don't care how people feel or what they think. Right, right. Because so many people was like, oh, my God, I've been talking for how many months and you propose? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And you ain't going to tell me nothing about it. When you know, you know. Man. Man. Yeah. Real life. And I just played a post. I don't know if you've seen it out there. I made a post about uh, about men knowing within six months that they want to marry you. Ooh, and, and so everybody was like, no, that's not, you know, the first now. So look, here's the funniest thing. And I, I, I had to switch gears for a quick second. The first time I posted it, everybody was like, no, that's not true. That's not true. Right. So then I posted this time. I put, I don't know about six months, but he's on to something right now because I, I, I halfway disagree with the guy. Everybody start arguing with me about it. They're like, no, no, no. I found mine in this much. And it took me six months. Wow. But I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go screenshot it. And then I'm going to show y'all my current yes, and then my password. <laughs> and I'm going to look at them. People are going to go back and try to delete. But I'm going to go know, back and get You know, they chase the clout. They're trying, they're trying to get on there and get some followers yeah. and some new friends. And it was, like, it was like the whole pick me, pick me, pick me. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because how you going to be pick me when you already picked? Yeah, it was really weird, but mm-hmm. I just think that it was just. I, I agree with what Shannon said. You know, when you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a mindset for you when you know what you want. Facts. I don't Absolutely. know if you put a specific time limit on it. Everybody's different because you know you got to get to that mindset. But I do feel like if you know, yeah, and you found that person, then who's to say that you need two years with this person to know if that's what you want? Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. My mom, she's <laughs> she told me if you're with somebody for two years and you still don't know, you need to walk away. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's you facts. need to walk away because if you are with somebody for that amount of time yes. and you still sitting down like wondering if you should be with them, you mm-hmm. probably shouldn't. You probably mm-hmm. should. <laughs> you know, and, and we talk about this during this whole red flag thing, man. But people ignore red flags for years. Oh, I did. Uh, you and me both. <laughs> I got blessed, <laughs> man. The day I finally moved on and found the one, I was like, oh yeah, I ain't had to worry about none of this no more. Because I followed red flags the whole time, and the red flags, I didn't use them as red flags. I use them as uh, like a strip for my plane to land on. I was just following them things. Every time I see a red flag, oh, that's where I'm going. I'm following it. Her. You know, and and I ended up in a lot of bad situations that I didn't have to, because the red flags mean stop, brother, not keep going. And and you know, I definitely didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't definitely use the red flags for the right reasons. And yeah, but a lot of us do that though. We ignore them red flags, and I and I cannot I cannot figure out why 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 we think the red flags is is a reason to keep going. I well, think it's you want the love, you want the relationship. 
you want the um you want somebody yeah so you know you get in this mindset of okay if i just accept this person or settle Mm -hmm. and it can be based off what you know or what you've learned from watching relationships around you that goes ties into the family thing like the relationships you watch when you're growing up Mm -hmm. if you watch an abusive relationship the whole time you're growing up you think that's okay right that's what i was going to ask i heard you say you asked her mother and father and i know your mother and father Mm -hmm. you know we're married so do you think that played a part where you guys know like I've seen somebody do this and I know how they feel about this person. I know how I feel currently. This is possible. Like this is absolutely, this is- absolutely. I feel like it's it's a way that you're trained when you're growing up. Like I was saying, you know, watching relationships. So watching how my parents did it and watching, you know, both of my sisters are married, both been married. I think uh my ooh, I think both of them been married between eight and twelve years each. Mm-hmm. But nice, nice. Wow. But um I've watched I've watched so many different relationships that I consider healthy, but I've also watched relationships I consider unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I have been in relationships that I consider unhealthy, for sure. But um, I feel like the influence that my parents gave me is kind of something that was with me and against me. And I say that because with me is when I learned to be mature enough to take the positives out of the relationship and look for that in my significant other. And the negative would be, you know, when we're all young and you watching all this crazy stuff going on, or you watching the fights, or you watching whatever mom said to dad this day, or whatever dad said to mom this day, or even cussing out, even watching. I mean, my parents were young when they had us. We didn't watch them walk out the house, cuss each other out, all kind yeah. of stuff. So you know, when you're when you are younger and you see that, and then you become a young adult and you remember that, and that happens in your relationship, you automatically like, okay, well, I mean, my parents did this, so maybe we'll just get through this. Maybe this is just something that we're going to work our way through and grow from and glow from or whatever and build. But I think in today's time, people are so <laughs> people are so easy to accept. Mm-hmm. We're easy to accept. And it's not even I can't even really say forgive because we still have those pains in us once we accept who that person is. But you just really want somebody. That's true. That's true. Man. So so do you think they do you feel like people ignore the red flags or look past the red flags? Um, you know, I it's crazy you said that because I yesterday I had to start doing well. We're we do that. I'm in therapy and we do marriage counseling. We did premarital, postmarital, everything nice, nice. to keep it keep it healthy, keep it consistent. And one of our assignments was for us to write down uh, letters to everybody who's ever hurt us in any relationship, mm-hmm. whether it be parents siblings relation whatever the case may be write down a letter and burn it so in my letter that I had wrote to myself it was telling myself about how I didn't ignore the red flags that I seen in my relationships where I got hurt but I chose not to see them I chose to accept them I chose to be okay I, I chose to settle you know what I mean you see a red flag you might see somebody pulling up at the coming home at 4 a.m. and they high off of who knows what and you just gonna choose to be like you know what right, right. we young you did your thing it's fine yeah but you know inside of you it's not fine it's not mm-hmm. but you're choosing that going back to that because you just want somebody yeah. that's a good thing because we do definitely got to learn to forgive ourselves for allowing certain situations to happen Man. instead of looking for forgiveness like you want an apology from the other person or something sometimes you just got to forgive yourself for allowing somebody to do that mm-hmm. allowing yourself to Skip past those red flags or whatever. So, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely something good. Real life. Do you guys recommend therapy? Would you recommend that? Oh, most def. Absolutely. I was actually everybody say I talked to. It. I said that. Yeah, <laughs> everybody I talked to. I'm like, I don't care if you're up, down, good, bad, in between. Get a therapist. And I will give you all information. I wish I had. I'll tell y'all here on the radio show. It's uh, Doctor Holt is his name. He has a um, actual center. He has, I think, three centers now 
black African-American man married to his wife for about 25, 26 years. Nice. It's right by Emmanuel off 72nd. Um, I got referred to him by one of my clients. So I'm going to definitely give you all his name and um, information, phone number. He has, uh, I've met maybe three of his therapists, all of them black. Okay. Nice. Oh, all yeah, of them black. That. Man, come that's, on. That's more so what I've been looking for. Because you Absolutely. know, that's somebody who can relate to you. They Man. can know what you're going on, know that mindset. So, yep. yeah, yeah, I'm going to need that information. And if you end up seeing him specifically, his actual focus is in black men. Okay. The whole reason he went into doing therapy was for his black men, for his brothers to be there, to support, to be a healthy Man, it's, it's priceless. I can't even, I, we, I wouldn't be who I am today without him. And I've only been seeing him for about maybe five months now. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, yeah. He's what Kevin Samuel should have been. <laughs> 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 I, like, hey, look, I, and I have to talk about him. Like, I get, I get, I'm like, I teeter between liking him and not liking him. And, like, I feel like he's not wrong with some of the things he say. He just suck at how he said. I feel like he's a he he's rude to the women, and sometimes I feel like he target black women a lot. Mm. And so for me, now when we talk about queen this queen that, that's where for me that's where I start getting bothered because I even though I don't go around calling oh you beautiful black queen you you know what I'm saying <laughs> I don't go around saying that right. but in my mind that's how I treat y'all yeah. like every woman I meet like it, it don't matter who you are I treat you like. You a queen because that's what you are. You may not be my queen, but you're still a queen of whatever. Whatever you know, it you is got, you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, so, you so I feel like I should treat all y'all with this type of respect. I don't care if you are the dancer at night. I don't care if you're the bartender. I don't care if you're the Fortune 500. All of y'all are queens. So I should treat you as such. You know. And so um, when it comes down to him, he he do all this talking, but then he'll and to me, I feel like like I said, he's targeting these black women, but it's never in a positive light. It's more so of what you are not doing, why you don't fit, mm. you know, or what makes you not good enough that you shouldn't aim this high. You should aim lower. Mm. And so for me, I be getting bothered. That's why I said when it come down to like that queen this queen that, when it come to him, that's when it come into play for me because I feel like you killing these women that won't. They want to build a family. They want a husband. Now, some of them, I will give him his his credit. He's not wrong. Do they all want husbands, or do they all want high value husbands? That's well, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. and, and, and then see, they're not valuing black kings. Right, all right, black right. Kings. They're picking a specific type and saying, "Why ain't I good enough for that?" And mm-hmm. I agree. I, I agree with that a hundred percent. Because a lot of them, they are aiming, and uh, they aiming too up. <laughs> they're not they're not aiming at a diagonal they're aiming up straight to the sky and it's like they bypassing all the potential guys that they could build with uh and i like the one that everybody like to use the lady with the six figures that had the uh, vet or whatever i don't know if you ever seen that one but basically he he read off the qualify you know what what a high value man would want mm-hmm. versus an average man and he wasn't fully wrong he was just wrong at how he handled her but she was wrong altogether but that's a whole nother story we'll be on for Forever. But let me but, well let me ask you this. Let me ask you this since I said that. Uh-huh. Um when you think about the type of woman you want to be or the type of women because you are you're already right, married, right, right, right. um, your standards are naturally high, right? Right, right. But your standards are only high on her because your standards are high on yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you matching that energy? Are you exceeding that energy? Are you looking for a woman who's doing better than you, just as good as you? Or where where are you at with that? Uh, I feel like me personally. Me and my lady, I feel like she personally matches my energy. She uplifts me. She's kind of all that, just depending on what I need in the moment. Because, you know, every nice, day you nice. don't necessarily need somebody to 
uplift, uplift, uplift. Like I'm, right. I'm cool. You know, I don't <laughs> right. need that. Just go chill with me. Like, yeah. So I feel like she gives me all of that, you know, and some, and that's kind of what, what I'm looking for. Somebody, if I'm down, I do feel like she's somebody I can release and speak to and, you mm-hmm. know, get my, my energy out on however I'm feeling about something. But at the same time, I think she's intellectual enough to have a full conversation and give me insight that I didn't have before. And that's more so what I look for personally is somebody who can advance my brain or right, further right. my thinking as Challenge far as you. me as a man. Because yeah. I've my father, you know, he's raised me. I've always been pretty sure of myself as a person that I'm going to be good enough. Can you push me to be better, like a better man? So right. I would say I look for somebody to do that. And I and I try to match that. I try to be that person for her as well. Uh, I try to teach her things, you know, give her new ideas, mm-hmm. new ways of thinking about things. I feel like we talk about th- different things a lot. So, yeah, I would say that's more so what I'm going for. That's what's up. That was well said, my brother. Right. I would, say, <laughs> I would definitely say everything he said. And then I also would say... I put like this. So in my in my in my single days, I didn't look for a woman that was so much better than me. But intellectually, I needed somebody who was going to challenge me, mm-hmm. but also help me think past my selfish thoughts that I that I'm thinking right now, or think past two plus two. Right. You know what about two times two? You know, or mm-hmm. well, it's the same thing. But you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like who's going to help me think past ten plus ten is twenty? Why not ten times ten and get a hundred? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so you want somebody that still, even though they help you, they challenge you, they still know how to, like he said, uplift you or keep you. In, you know, they just know what you need. Mm-hmm. They may not do it right every single time, but when it's time, she's she's everything you need, and then some. Even if she, you never tell her, she knows it. She's just doing what she's supposed to do by accident. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to coach you to be my woman. Right. It, right. And some and sometimes, and I'm not gonna say you don't, you shouldn't. But the problem is sometimes when you do that, you ignore them. That's where ignoring the red flags come in because mm-hmm. I'm so busy trying to coach you that I missed the whole point that you don't value this or you don't like this or this moral don't fit with what I, what I fit with. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and matter of fact, perfect example. I was uh, on YouTube today because I was, you know, I, I knew what our topic was today, so something was just making me think about something. But I was looking at a, a YouTube video that I accidentally found, and so the dude said um, he was talking about Will Smith, and so Will Smith had an interview the other day, and he said in his interview that Jada, it was it, first of all the beginning of his message was all Jada, 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 but the thing was about her, she didn't believe in t- traditional marriage. Mm. Which is how they got how they was with the monogamy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, you that should have been a red flag for you because you don't believe in it. You believe in a traditional, traditional, and maybe every once in a while, as and, and I'm not saying this is okay, but you believe in the traditional of her being faithful doing this, and you may be doing something. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, you believe in traditional. And if you believe in traditional, and she don't, why would you jump? You know, head first into that. Into it, yeah. Because you just want her. You want that someone. Yeah, that's a whole wall. I Mm -hmm. think often that plays a part on us as people. Sometimes we're just good people. Like, sometimes we look at people and we see what they could be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. We look at them and see kind of the best of people. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to see the red flag because you see, like, I know what you could. Like, you could be up here. Like, Mm -hmm. you're acting down here, but I know that. That you could be up there. You could be up here. So it's kind of hard to. I feel Get like past every red flag, I would say. What's so crazy that you say that? Because in uh, previous relationships of mine, my mom pulled me to the side and she was just like, you know, what do you see in her? What is this? You know, because my mm-hmm. mom's always been a realist with me mm-hmm. from day one. That's one thing I love and appreciate about her. And I would always say all these things that this individual is not currently doing. And she told me, you know, there, there is a such thing as indiv- invisible potential. Mm. 
something that only you are seeing. If the person is not seeing it in themselves and they don't want it for themselves, why are they going to do it? And then on top of that, she said, if they do it and they do it for you, they're not doing it for themselves. So if something happens with y'all and you leave, they're going to stop doing it. So that's not really their potential. That's something that you want to see in them. And then I had another friend tell me too, like, you have all these high hopes for people. You see all these beautiful things in people that they don't see in themselves. It doesn't exist in that person. It only Mm -hmm. exists in you because you're the one choosing to see it. Because the person who knows their potential, they're working on it. They're Mm -hmm. working towards it. They're constantly reminding themselves why there's affirmations. And people who don't know how to go out and get that, they they have the thirst to go get that. They have the want to go find that. Let me find how I can reach my full potential. Let me network with people. Let me talk to people. Let me learn. Let me. They have hunger for that. And some people just really are not the people you think they are. That's true. And that's that's what I learned in the scary sense. Because I have definitely been, even in just some clients I have, you know what I mean? People I talk to every day that might negative talk about themselves, might just down everything, might be so dark and depressed. And I'm just trying to speak life into them because I see the potential for it, but I see it. They don't. Yeah. And that's a lot of times you're going to see it more than them. Man. There's so many people I get compliments to every day and they don't see it. Man. And I make sure, see, okay, with my personality, I have to make sure, I, I, I purposely make sure it's male or female. Like, and I go without without an intent besides making sure you know what's up. Right. Because my personality is so bright and bubbly at times and so friendly, the wrong person to take it the wrong way. So I have to make sure that I'm, like, I, I have to check myself all the time. So I mm-hmm. make sure that I'm equally, I'll give you a compliment, then I turn around, hey, man, Travis, man, you really wearing that jacket, bro. Like, you know, no homo, man. I think you're doing a good <laughs> job, brother. You know what I'm saying? But I have to make sure I'm equally do the same thing yeah. because I don't yeah. never want it to yeah. be read the wrong way and but I all I never give a compliment that I don't mean mm. or That's that good. I don't you know and, and, and so like you know some people they make small talk with compliments mm-hmm. like how I was telling uh old girl about her uh, her cape for her uh barbers uh for her uh, clients oh yeah yeah I won't I'm not gonna tell you this thing is tight and I think it's whack right like no that for the record, that mug is real fire. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just try to make sure every compliment I give. It is. You're talking about Kayla's cape, huh? Yeah. yeah. With the off-white. She knew what she was yeah, doing. I was like, sure. I see you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it was so far. I low-key want one. I don't even do, I don't even cut no hair. I just, <laughs> just want one. hang it up downstairs. Just hang it up. I'm telling you. Have my shoes in front yeah, of it. And yeah. hang it on the wall. Use it as a little backdrop. I'm telling you. I would. I would. <laughs> man, come on. Get your photo shots done. I'm telling you. We ready. Man. Um, but I was thinking about uh, another thing. So we was talking about traditional uh, families and stuff like that, and so when we talk, when uh, we was talk, you said a uh, traditional proposal. I'm sorry, and I was just thinking like how you went from top to bottom, and you went to the parents, you went to the grandparents, you got you know you got the blessings. Went through them avenues. And, and mm-hmm. do you feel like that help? That help kept y'all with a, a healthier opportunity. Oh yes, I think honestly, what it did more than anything is it it gave her the confirmation that I was serious about her. Mm-hmm. So after, when I did propose and everything, and then, you know, at the proposal, the surprise was her dad showing up because nice. he lives nice. out of town. Oh, so he wow. popped up. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, you know, I, I did my little thing. Yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but, <laughs> Y'all better take but, notes. Right. <laughs> but um, honestly, I, I wanted her to know that how important family was to me. Yeah, yeah. And because I know she's very family-oriented, which was a green flag for me because I'm very family-oriented. You know, I believe in old school, being res- respectful of your elders, yeah. talking to the older black and black women, mm-hmm. white women, any type of women, older men. It doesn't matter. Just being respect, respectable. 
a lot of kids now just don't really have that instilled in them. So I still try to keep that tradition relevant. Just being common courtesy, you know, having manners. And that's just something that I felt like by consulting her parents and her grandparents. Well, I didn't directly talk to her grandparents, but you know what I mean? Going through my avenues, I felt like that was showing a level of respect that I had, not only for her, but her family. To let her know that once we do get married, your family is my family and vice versa. We are one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, So with you doing therapy, do you feel like, if family, if more families did therapy, it'd be healthier families. Absolutely. Have you ever seen Ayanna Levant? Ayanna Levant. How did I didn't forgot to say her last name? There we go. No. Ayanna. Let's stay there. Uh-uh. Um, you gotta watch her YouTube. You gotta watch her YouTube. Okay. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. She goes through and she reconstructs families by simply giving them therapy. And what's crazy? Since I've studied it, I know how deep people can get into therapy and into their healing. And every time I watch her episodes, she starts off so simple. And when you get a family, and I only can speak confidently on saying black family. So I'm going to say when you get a black family who has a lot of problems or a lot of issues or whatever, a lot of curses, I'll say, mm-hmm. generational yeah, curses, yeah, yeah. and you sit them at a table, you can say the most, the simple, you can say something so simple, and it can trigger everybody in the room. And everybody in the room is ready to talk and actually have therapy. Yeah. She had people in there crying so many times. Uh-huh. She can say something like, she'd bring a son in who's 35 years old, ain't no relationship with his dad, sit him and his dad at the table and say, all right, tell me how your dad makes you feel. And he'll start crying. It's something so simple when it comes to therapy because I feel like therapy is something that everybody needs mm-hmm. because it's an outside source. It's someone else telling you you're right or somebody else telling you you're wrong. Right, right. You don't always need somebody who's going to sit around and agree with you. Because a lot of times you're wrong. That's true. That's without true. getting too personal, have you guys ever had an experience in uh, therapy without, you know, telling the subject anything that challenged y'all that you felt like? Oh, y'all absolutely. Y'all may have had, you know, opposite stances on it. And it's just like, wow, I didn't even think of that. Right. And it's, and it's anything. Is there, has there been moments like that for you? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Um, especially coming from our therapist, because he is what I would call old school because he has been married for years and years and years. So to him, looking at us, we're like babies. Yeah. Like, he gives us homework. He has challenges for us. He's like, y'all going to run into this, y'all going to run into that. And every time we're in there, it's an eye-opening moment because it's a teaching moment. Not only is he sitting there, he got us in there crying. We need tissue paper. We're talking about <laughs> trauma. But he also has us in there like he's teaching us. Like, hey, let me just show y'all and tell y'all when you're married, you're going to go through this. Yeah, yeah. And then we're like, no, we ain't. No, we ain't. By coincidence, a week later, we're going through it. I'm like, What? <laughs> what? But yeah, I mean, there's in in our relationship, what I've learned with going to therapy is that disagreements and being on two opposite sides is okay. And for me personally, that's always been something hard. I've never believed that for some reason. I don't know if I don't know where that comes from in me, but I never believed that you can leave an argument and be still in the disagreement. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. that is okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning that. Which is hard for me. I guess it's just because a part of me has a little control thing. And I'm like, hey, yeah, we're going to sit yeah. at this table until we agree. We're going to get this. Yeah, yeah. And the old same me and the old page. me would be like, not only going to get on the same page, but you're going to get on mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I get you. Hey, I'm yeah, that. I'm yeah. that. That's me. That's yeah, me. So, I'm getting better. Though. Man, I've learned so much. I've learned so much so quick. But it's beautiful. I feel like uh, he's definitely put us in positions where we have been very uncomfortable, but comfortable enough to grow from it. That's what's up. For sure. Yeah, I think therapy is definitely well needed, and I don't think it's just for the black community that needs it. I think everybody do, but for black people, since I can attest to that for 33 years, I lived it, you know what I'm saying? Whether being in a family or starting my own family, 
and just have it just dealing with people on a daily dealing with my family on a daily like therapy is much needed absolutely and sometimes even if you don't go traditional therapist make a therapy group where it's people that can help you mm-hmm. and and that's honestly what helped me a lot having the right friends around um you think you're doing things right all the time mm-hmm. you think you think the way you've been doing it this whole time is the right way but then I got friends like I, I got a friend like uh, named Perry Taylor and Joe Taylor no relation mm-hmm. but <laughs> those two guys I mean I would think they are though they don't answer the phone either <laughs> one of them but it's crazy uh no relation at all but these two guys both older than me but both showed me things that made me correct myself you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? That you talking about Perry, the photographer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my oh, guy. You know, you know, you yeah, know I know guy. him. Yeah. And, and so, like, Perry, through the years, me and Perry grown, like, real, real close. He, we, I forgot how we even got started, but, man, we started shooting together. And then he'd be like, hey, man, you want to do this job? I'm like, yeah, why not? And then sometimes I was going for free because I just enjoyed being with him and learn, mm-hmm. and, and, and no homo, but I enjoyed being around him and learning stuff from him and stuff. And, and, the growth I got from just being around him and Joe, like, you know, at the time we bump heads, we didn't see eye to eye, but it was the challenge in the the whole teaching of things that I never had on certain things. Not not because my dad wasn't there, because my dad definitely was, but he, he, he died at an early, uh, early age, you know? So there's certain things we didn't get to grow on, mm-hmm. but he taught me fundamentals of everything else. But having these friends that things I probably wouldn't even listen to anyway, because, you know, Everybody think they smarter than their parents for some reason. I don't know why we think we know more than Man. them. But I can admit now I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's so many things to this day. I'd be like, Man, my dad was telling the guy's honest truth and mm-hmm. I was dead wrong. Even even my stepdad now, he still tell me things. And even if I don't ever tell him, like, yeah, 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 you was right. I may not ever tell him. But when I listen to him, you know, he told me something that was that would feed me and help me grow. So it's good to have that therapy experience like I said traditional or non-traditional I think I think just even as a person you need it because I feel like we fail individually which is why we fail as a family oh absolutely and mm-hmm. you know so many people arguing about who's the head and who's not and who get their plate first and all that gibberish Man. none of that's important it's not <laughs> and the reason why we arguing that because you don't have that you don't have that healing inside right now you mm-hmm. and it's like a bitter mindset to me Maybe maybe it's just me, but I feel like it's a bitter mindset. It's a fight over control, mm-hmm. and so you know we can't. You know, I feel like the, that's a problem. It's the never-ending argument between new school and old school, and yeah, things like that, and people want to be traditionalists versus the non-traditionalists, and, and, and also I, you got to put things in context as far as you know different things. You know, it's 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 harder for somebody with a stepfather in a home to see like why would I give him something before I give my son it's right like, right right you know those rule those type of things wasn't made during that it was during whole family dynamics so yeah. you know it's kind of different in today's day and age I feel like it's a never-ending argument that people be having like oh should you do this or should you it's you find a moral high ground or a moral respect with your partner and mm-hmm. y'all do what what's right for your home I mean, shoot, a lot of us in the early 20s barely got a table. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So why y'all arguing about who eating first? Facts. <laughs> I'm telling you. We still. <laughs> and then the single guys, I think, uh, what we used to do, we used to have our TV on the floor. Man. <laughs> we, we, you and you had them, them crates they were stacking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's Put the, the TV right up there. Hey, underneath the bed. <laughs> right. Bed Everybody on finally crates. got somebody. They got rid of them crates. Like, man. man. We, and then, look, y'all notice how them crates just disappear? 
<laughs> I was just yeah, talking man, to my lady the other day, and I was wondering, like, so do people just got basements full of crates now? <laughs> like, people who had, like, 20, 30 crates, do you just got them now? Tell about, man, y'all just hoarding crates, you ain't you? to start seeing them do-it-yourself TikToks with crate stuff. Like, <laughs> make a basket out of crates. Of crates. That's how I, I learned how like to play basketball. like that. No, for real, for real, for real. Well, shoot, before we run out of here, man, um, tell us, uh, give them some information about your shop and stuff, so at least they know where to come catch you at and, um... You know, get their dress done or get a cut by one of the barbers or even you or Absolutely. Makeup. Hey, pull up to the shop. It's 6307 Maple Street. It's right across the street from the post office, right um, right diagonal from the funeral home. Um, we have somebody in there who does makeup. We have four barbers. We have locticians. We have braiders. We have someone who specializes in wigs. We have a licensed cosmetologist for hair growth. We have licenses. We have experience. And we got the vibes. Pull up, Definitely. come see us. Uh, walk-ins every Thursday, Friday, Saturday for haircuts. Everything else is strictly appointment only. Follow us at The Shop on Instagram and at The Shop on Facebook. The Shop spelled T-H-E-S-H-O-P-P-E. Yes, sir, and uh, I need y'all to follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Travi2Time. That's T-R-A-V-Y-2-X, Travi2Time, Instagram and Twitter. Travi two times. You know it. <laughs> hey, man, I still call you that, too. <laughs> People be looking at me like I'm crazy, man. That's Travi, man. What's wrong with you, man? You're a grown man. <laughs> nah, man, yeah. So, look, Shan, we appreciate it. I forgot, and I and I, don't, I I wouldn't dare end this episode without at least giving a shout-out to JC or other host who couldn't make it. He's actually – so, we had a show in Chicago, and so I was supposed to be there as well, but I, we, me and him also coach a little league football team. Our last game was yesterday. Okay. What's that? Sunday, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our last game was yesterday, which them boys was fire. It, I mean, I, I, they played that good all year. <laughs> that game, they made it count, you know. And so I was really, um, I was really excited. I hate he wasn't there to see it, but, um, you know, he, one of us had to go down there. Mm-hmm. One of us had to represent. Uh, we, got, we run with uh, Humble Kings. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but that's our Christian hip-hop group. And so, nice. um, you know, we, we try to travel, and people are always asking us, hey, can y'all bring it here? Can y'all do this? So we host the open mic night. Uh, it's called uh, Good Vibes. I'm sorry, Laura. Nice. I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Good Vibes. So we always try to bring people out, and we always try to do things that's uh, inspirational and, and gospel and Christian and, you know, just things that's positive. And so we got some things going on with the community that in 2020 is going to be so fire. But, yes. 2020? You mean 2022? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm time traveling. He's stuck on COVID time. Huh? <laughs> no, for real. Like, I forgot. We still at the beginning of COVID. Man, stuck. But, yeah, in 2022, we got some things coming up. And so I'm, like, really excited about what we're about to put together. And I know a couple of things I'm definitely going to get with you about because I definitely would like you to be involved because I think Please, I, I think you do great work with people. And I mean, I know you're busy, so it's tough. You know, it's tough. Just give but, me a little advance. I got you. But we definitely <laughs> going to have you on the show again. And like I said, I just didn't want to do the whole show and not say nothing about our co-host and why he wasn't here with us because I know he had, like I said, he had to represent for us because we had a couple numbers we were supposed to do and right. you know i'm not the greatest singer but i help you know <laughs> i do i do my part but yeah so that's why he's not here today not you know i hate he didn't get to be a part of it but you know there's always the next time you come right. on so i'll be back for sure and we definitely and so the funniest thing we uh having Aaliyah come on too so, right. sooner or later we whenever we can I know yes, she's busy. Wife, you last time come she on. had a what she had a photo shoot she was at so it's hard to oh she'd be busy she busier than me i think i'll be busy she'd be working on her off yeah. days that's crazy. I ain't gonna work on my off day now. Won't be me. <laughs> I said, I can't work on my off day. This the man, most working I'm doing on my off days, man. Man, look, 
Listen, I work seven days a week for too long of my life. Oh, yeah. So oh, now yeah. I'm down to four. We're going to keep it at that. Tight. Yes. I'm trying to get, I'm almost on four. I've been on four by accident for the last three weeks. <laughs> I've been calling in every Monday and Friday. Oh, shoot. Hey, for real, for real. People be thinking I'm joking, man. It was like, hey, you going you gonna to make it in? Nah, man, I'm sick. Every sick? Monday, every Monday he been sick, y'all. It's been, well, it's been more Fridays than Mondays. Monday's been accidents. Literally, it was an accident. I mean, I meant to go to work, and then somehow. Don't bury yourself. Don't bury yourself. Leave it where That's at. okay. They, li- they listen to the podcast. The they know I ain't lying. They, they, hey, they know what it is, but I, I keep it 100 with them all the time, man. But no, I tried to go in and work. They know some days I just, I can't do man. it. I can't do it. I'm so excited. You said you're going to have wifey on here, though. I'm excited to hear that. Oh, yeah. She, and she, I'm excited to hear it. Y'all, y'all both so fire. It's, it's, Appreciate it's, you. It's, it's so dope. That's why I want to get you one and then get her, then turn around and have y'all at the same time. People, oh, yeah. People don't even know what in. y'all bring. Like, they, they really don't. Man. They don't even know. Y'all, y'all, y'all tandem is something fierce. You know? <laughs> I appreciate so, you. So, yeah, but most definitely going to have to have you on again. Uh, Travis, you had anything before you wrote? No, I'm good, man. Okay, good. cool, Stay cool. Good. Thank you for coming. Thank nice y'all for having me. Absolutely. Always. 12 yeah. years, huh? 12 years. <laughs> man. And listen, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. Look, stay positive. Definitely check out some therapy uh, if needed. I, I, it's you needed. Need it. needed. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, it's definitely needed, man. And uh, look, we're going to have some things coming up soon. So we hope y'all stay involved and definitely be ready to call in because we got a call in number. I just ain't gave it out yet, so I'm waiting. But <laughs> it's going to be real fire because we're going to have some people calling in. As long as they're not calling with gibberish, we're going to be all right. Stay on topic. <laughs> stay on topic. Hey, other than that, man, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, have a good night. All right, do I do want to go ahead and drop a shout out for Dr. Holt, though, where I go personally to receive therapy. He does couples counseling, marriage counseling, individual counseling. He specializes in black African-American king. You know he comes for that. That's where his degree is specialized in. Um, His phone number is 402-968-2923. It's Dr. Holt, Holt spelled H-O-L-T. Tell him Shan sent you.